The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. We've got Rudy Giuliani, bottom of this hour, the former mayor, America's mayor still, uh, New York City, got us through 9-11, brought us back way faster than we would have otherwise. The guy is a, a gem. And we talk about Lee Zeldin versus Kathy Hochul in New York. And when he and George Pataki won, respectively, they won one year apart. It was, was a Republican governor and a Republican mayor. And suddenly crime was was way down. Suddenly the economy was way up. Suddenly Times Square was cleaned up. Suddenly the the XXX clubs and the strip clubs and the, the porn joints were all gone. Um, on the main streets, the main thoroughfares, thoroughfares of New York City. I'll never forget, Michael Franzese, the former mobster, friend of mine, he said that when he was taken by federal marshals back to New York to be charged... He said, hey, while we're here, can we pass by Times Square? He could not believe how clean and how nice Times Square was. And that was done by Rudy Giuliani and George Pataki, especially Giuliani. So we'll talk to him about, but it's not very a very tough choice in New York, to be honest with you, between Hochul and Lee Zeldin. Zeldin's going to crack down on crime. He's going to fire any of these Alvin Bragg-like DAs who aren't doing their job enforcing the law and prosecuting crime. I don't really know what the question is. We get into it. We get into detail. We appreciate having Rudy on at the bottom of this hour. We've also got a situation where the left keeps on saying how violent the right is. I've got a story out of North Carolina that you're going to want to listen to. And uh, we played that Joy Reid soundbite last hour where nobody had ever heard the word inflation before Republicans taught it to us or something, and that it's not part of the vernacular. I posted a short on YouTube about that. I did link it on Twitter as well. You want to go check that out. It's just, you can't, you can't not laugh. To be honest with you, you have to laugh. When somebody says something so extremely either unintelligent or ignorant, I don't know that there's any in between. I, unless Joy Reid doesn't believe inflation is a word that we don't use and just said it because she thought it would help the election. I'm not sure. Whatever it is, it's all happening on a Friday. Ah, uh, freedom. Uh huh. Bring it down. That is Chocolate Voice. Carrie, how you doing? I'm just great. You are great. Polo's in the house, too. I'll go eat great, too. Sam, fabulous. Or great, either way. <laughs> Whatever. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Whatever's on your mind will be fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of violence out there. There is. There's a lot of violence out there. And you're hearing more and more violence happening against those who do believe in making America great again. Those who do believe that America should be number one and our borders should be closed and crime should be lower and inflation should be lower and the economy should be better and smaller government. But you never hear about this. Carrie, did you see when this story happened? Uh, It was first reported October the 18th. What is today? Uh, November the 4th. Had this been a Democrat candidate, when do you think we would have found out about it? Uh, October 14th, or October 18th. Yeah, exactly right. So if you don't mind, story out of North Carolina, there's a candidate there, and um, I mean, the details of this are very scary. This isn't some Paul Pelosi, why was this 
strange, uh, pride flag waving, Black Lives Matter sign having, sleeping on the bus, nudist, hemp lover. Why was he at Nancy Pelosi's house? This isn't that, which of course wasn't about politics. This is literally about politics. Go ahead. Yeah, from the Washington Free Beacon, several days before President Joe Biden accused his Republican opponents of condoning political violence, someone fired a bullet into the family home of a GOP congressional candidate in North Carolina. The incident first reported on Thursday occurred on October 18th. Pat Harrigan, a U.S. Army Special Forces veteran running in the state's new 14th congressional district, was not present when a bullet smashed through the laundry room window of the Hickory, North Carolina residence where his parents and young daughters were staying. Um, and it has a source that I can't use, so I won't. I'll just try to reword it, basically. Um, okay. Marla Harrigan, who's 74, uh, her and her husband were watching TV down the hall when a bullet had shattered their laundry room window on, the, on that night of October the 18th. They called police. The congressional candidate's children, their grandchildren, ages three and five, were sleeping in the bedroom that was directly above the room where the shooting happened. Um, they know that a bullet came from a densely wooded area, did not wake the kids. Uh, the kids have been living with their grandparents uh, for much of the campaign cycle. They have since been relocated out of state, out of an abundance of caution about the shooting. Okay, thank you. Paul Pelosi has some guy over that he's not afraid of, opens the door, according to the NBC report, lets the police in, walks away casually, no problem here. They see the guy. He says, hey, no worries. Then the guy hits Paul Pelosi with a hammer. We don't know why he was there. We don't know what they were doing there. Uh, Part of that report did not mention, was that glass broken when you got there, the police? I would like to know that answer. Um, But there's nothing whatsoever signaling that this could be a politically motivated crime. The one in North Carolina, you had the candidate's children sleeping in the house where the gunshot hit. Thankfully, it was on a different floor, but they were there. And the candidate's parents, this is his parents' house. I mean, to think that there's just some random shot when this is a tight race in North Carolina that just happened to be shot into the home where his children and his parents were, that's pretty sick. Now, I would imagine anybody who's worth their weight in dirt as a journalist would have reported this on on October 18th. Should be huge news, wouldn't you think? And then Mm -hmm. both sides can say, man, let's tamp down that political violence. Hey, let's tamp down the rhetoric, blah, blah, blah. But no, it's only the Republicans that are somehow bad. It's only the Democrats that are somehow the angels. It doesn't make any sense. It is, in fact, nonsensical. So this should have been reported immediately. We've got got a situation like this that, that happens a lot. Lee Zeldin, either yesterday or the day before, there's some sort of a drive-by shooting outside of his house. And then there was a, a shooting two weeks ago or something that, that was not far from where Zeldin was. Zeldin's on the campaign trail. You remember this, Kara. I think I'll play the video. Where some guy goes on stage and Zeldin is speaking, the Republican candidate, and has a knife-like object mm-hmm. in his hand. He tries to stab mm-hmm. him. Did you see the big news go nuts about that? I didn't. It was an intriguing no, video. I did not. It went away in about an hour. So I'm so sick and tired of the left lying like they do. And don't take my word for it. I've told you not to take my word for it. In fact, assume that I'm not telling you the truth. Research it, find out, and get back to me. Because at at the end of the day, you've got people that are just saying lies to keep power. I saw James Clyburn, who's uh, a member of, of the Congress. He's a Democrat from somewhere in the South. It could be Georgia, might be South Carolina, I'm not sure. 
I see him today talking about how Trump was acting like Hitler. What? And how he wanted to manipulate the media. Now, that's just completely ignorant or stupid. Because the party that's manipulating the media is the party that was meeting with big tech once a month. Meeting with Twitter once a month. Here's what you need to take down. Here's what you're going to call misinformation. Here's what you're going to say is disinformation. Here's how you're going to control the narrative. And you no way you're letting, you're letting Joe Biden's son's laptop, that information, get out there. You need to squash that. FBI meets with Zuckerberg over at Facebook. You're going to hear this big uh, information uh, dump. It's fake. It's from Russia. It wasn't. It was Hunter Biden's laptop. So the controllers of the, of the narrative in the media, that's the left. Those who want to take your guns away like Hitler did, that's the left. Those who want to use propaganda instead of truth is the left. Those that want to lock up those who disagree with them is the left. They literally call speech violence so they can prosecute you for speaking or thinking or having an opinion. It's nutty. It's completely nutty. And then they'll go out there like Biden did when he was lucid for a second, but even lucid, he's just lying. So the economy is up, price inflation is down, real incomes are up, gas prices are down and need to come down further. Exports are all also up, which means a simple thing. We're making a lot of money in America because of that. Okay, he ends it, of course, like Joe, only Joe Biden can. But everything he said there was just untrue. It just wasn't true. So let's break it down again. So the economy is up. Economy is not up. The economy is down. Price inflation is down. Inflation is not down. Inflation is 8.2. When he took it over, it was 1.4. Real incomes are up. Real incomes are not up. That's untrue. Gas prices are down. Gas prices aren't down. Gas prices are more than a dollar more than when he took office. Need to come down further. Exports are all up. Exports are not up. What is he talking about? We're not exporting oil like we like we used to because we're not a net exporter anymore. We're now a net importer. We need more oil from outside parties because we stopped doing it here. And then he says this last. I'm not sure what he's saying here. I have no idea. Also up, which means a simple thing: we're making a lot of money in America for, because of that. Well, it means one thing: we're making a lot of money with that. So. Let me just give you the real numbers. Don't believe me. Go check it. Inflation when Joe Biden took office, 1.4%. It's now 8.2. Gas prices when he took office, 235 on average, 339 on average now. It was up over $5 a gallon under his reign. He brought it back down by stripping oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, something he never should have touched. That's good. By the way, the gas prices are going to skyrocket after the election because he's not going to go and get another reserve anymore. He's not trying to win an election. The idea that real income is up is untrue because inflation is up 8.2%. So if inflation is up 8.2, if your income isn't up 8.2 and it's not, you're seeing a bigger deficit between your bills and the amount of money that you're making. Oh, they also lied the other day when they said that Social Security is going to see an incredible, the biggest increase it's seen forever. Biggest increase it's ever seen under Biden. Carrie, you know what they based the increase in Social Security on? What's that? Inflation. Hmm. So there's a reason why Hmm. Social Hmm. Security is going up so much. It's because inflation is through the roof. It's a cost of living increase. And he's taking credit for a massive increase in Social Security, which only keeps up with the pace of inflation. 
Well, that doesn't make any sense. And then he said he cut the deficit by $1.4 trillion, which is completely untrue. He's alleging that the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't do that, is somehow over 10 years going to reduce the the deficit by $1.4 trillion. And even the New York Times and the Washington Post said that's not true. Yet he's claiming he's already done it. So listen, don't take anything that I just said as, as golden. Go look it all up. Get back to me. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. 11, 12 minutes away from Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, coming on. I'm going to talk about the dynamics in New York compared to when he and George Pataki were the mayor and the governor, respectively. Uh, You see Lee Zeldin now running a very tight race against Kathy Hochul. I'm not sure I understand why Hochul would remain, knowing how bad things are in New York under her leadership, or lack thereof, and that of Eric Adams in New York City. You're going to need a Republican New Yorkers. You're going to need somebody in there to counterbalance Eric Adams and how badly he's ruined that city. And by the way, the governor has all the say about safety and security in the subway system. And also, he can he can just fire. He can get rid of, I mean, he's got to do a court case and all. I asked Rudy about this. But he can get rid of people like Alvin Bragg who don't want to prosecute crime, who are letting criminals out. I mean, we get into this in the interview, but just the other day, um, recently anyway, a guy beats the hell out of his girlfriend on Facebook Live, is arrested, let out of no-cash bail, goes back and shoots her in the head, kills her in front of her kids. That, that's that's Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul's New York. Jogger running through a, a main park in New York City, raped by a guy 25 times convicted. He's just out. Homeless guy out in the street looking to rape somebody. I don't, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, every day, if you want to find it over on social media, you can find Eric Adams, New York. Just put in that. and You get videos come up showing the violence that's going on in New York City. And it's not going to slow down because if you're not going to punish the people, why would they stop? So make sure you stick around for that interview with, uh, with Rudy. Got to remind you about the BOGO. BOGO is back. It's only for this week. So you've got to go and get this taken care of. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier is available. You've been waiting for it, and now it's here. You've always wondered if the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier works. This is the best time to find out with the BOGO. When you buy one thunderstorm, you're going to get one free. No matter how many you buy, you get an equal amount free. Buy two, get two free. Buy five, get five free. Yes, buy 100, get 100 free. The thunderstorm is going to completely eliminate any odor, even the worst odors like pet, Cigarette smoke, urine, cooking odors, anything you can think of. It doesn't mask the odors like those sprays. It actually takes them out, seeks them out, destroys them, and now is the time to order. Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is this week only, so it's coming to an end. Let's go. Over 265,000 have been sold, countless five-star reviews. You know it works. People are buying several for around the house. They're even buying them as gifts as the holiday season comes up. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code PAGSBOGO. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code P-A-G-S-B-O-G-O. Shipping is also free. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me go to the phone line. It's going to be Chuck in Michigan. Chuck, what's going on? Hi. Hey, 
Hi, thank you for taking my call. You bet. What you were talking about at the uh, top of the hour monologue reminded me, forgive me, it's been a long time since I read 1984, but I think they called it Newspeak. Yeah. Which uh, is a twisting of words, a redefining of words, a refining of history, uh, making history match the new words and vice versa. And it's been astounding to me these last couple of years that people don't see that that's exactly what's been going on. We've had it described to us. It's in some of our literature. Heck, it happened in the 1930s in Europe. Yeah. And it's like, we've never seen this before. How can we fall for this? As you read 1984, you keep thinking, how could these people fall for this? How could this happen? Exactly course, right. You know how that book ends. No, I, I do, and, and you're so, absolutely right. And I've got to tell you, when, when talking about redefining words, immediately what jumped in my head was vaccine. They changed the definition of vaccine to make it fit their narrative so that we would all line up and get the jab, which I didn't do. There's that. Uh, if I could just take 10 seconds off on that kind of a, a related note to this, this election coming up. Yeah. Supposing the big red wave happens. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about what happens next because... If we're not careful, if we don't keep alert, we'll go right back to doing what we did for the last 30 years that got us into a spot where we're so angry that we're all willing to show up at the polls. But that can only happen once or twice before you lose the country anyway. I'm with you. What are you hearing in Michigan? Is is Tudor Dixon going to beat Gretchen Whitmer? It feels like she should. Uh, But you know how the uh, news media is. It's very hard to tell based on what they're saying and reporting. But looking at the signs as I drive through the countryside on the way to work, it looks like it's hands down, but then again, you got to remember, I live on the west side of the state, yeah. and we generally lose to the east side of the state. Well, I'm with you. I mean, the, the, the concentration in Detroit certainly is hard to overcome, but it's so bad in Michigan now under her guidance that it would be ridiculous to think that Tudor Dixon couldn't win over Gretchen Whitmer. Thanks, man. I appreciate the phone call. It's an interesting thing, and I keep on, and Polo, help me out here. I think it's called Demolition Man. Wasn't that the, the Sylvester Stallone and, and Sandra Bullock movie? Yes. Okay, so Sylvester Stallone is somebody who is unduly charged with some crime in, like, modern-day America, and he's frozen. And they unfreeze him because Wesley Snipes is a bad guy, and he's running roughshod. He somehow got unfrozen. They need the, the badass former cop, Sylvester Stallone, to come back to life years in the future. And in that movie, it's exactly what this guy just talked about. If you curse, you get fined. It'll actually spit out a fine um, if you if you think outside of... Um, happy, happy, joy, joy, they kept on saying it in the movie, um, then you're an outsider and you end up living underground pushing for freedom and liberty there. It's a completely controlled place that is supposed to be a utopia, but it's not. It's really a, a, a an oligarchy. It's run by these people that control everything you think, everything you do, everything you say, how you work. In fact, even relations that would make babies, you don't even touch each other. You just think it. You put on some sort of thing in your head. So the whole thing is just backward. And the movies, the whole goal of the movie is to show you that freedom and liberty should be alive and well. And that even even when it's ugly every once in a while, that's okay. But it should not be this thing that's forced on us. I see the controllers in that movie as the Democrats in central government today. Should the Republicans get back the House and or Senate? I think it probably will be both. Should that happen, they need to act like Chuck just said. They need to act in the mind of giving us back our freedom and liberty that's ours anyway and stop restricting it and start impeaching asses. I want my orcas impeached. I want Biden impeached. That should happen almost immediately. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Rudy, when we come back. Joe Pags. 